Welcome everybody to Lit Cannon, the Ow. one podcast you can enjoy with your friends. <laughs> Just the one. Just there the are one. no others. Uh, we we had really good lawyers, and yeah. we signed a really really good contract. We're claiming that uh, the most haunted podcast on the internet. Haunted. Mm. You can't prove us wrong. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I just about cleared um, cleared a jump and I failed miserably. Okay. Well, hey, um, I'm your host under AF. I am B plus. That's B plus. You know, I sometimes forget to do that. Introduce us. I do, yeah. And this time I remembered. Good job. So today we are looking back. We are blasting off. We're getting in the cannon. We're flying high. Super high. Into hyperkind. The Marvel 90s series Hyperkind. This was Marvel? Yeah. Really? Yes. You didn't, you didn't see the, you know, the I, Marvel? Wow. I didn't. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't pay that much attention okay. to, like, the outside and everything. And I, I guess I just assumed this was, like, a Dark Horse independent no, it thing. Very, it, it, more, you know, image-ish, which they were going for. They, they, image was kicking their ass. And they needed to recapture the youth market. So Hyperkind. And, and this is what they went with. They get Clive Baker. Barker? Baker? Uh, I don't know. Is he a famous comic um, book guy? He, he is. No. He is. I mean, he's, I think he's a comic book writer. Writer. Director. He's probably most well known for Hellraiser. So he had like a kind yeah. of a cult following. Yes, yeah. So it's like, oh shit, we got him on this. So he's the creator Fuck. of Hyperkind. Um, that does make sense, actually. <laughs> and he wanted to create, you know, heroes from modern day, and with um, various. I think they all had like personifications of like mental problems, like depression and anxiety. Um, not quite, from what I remember. Uh, but they all had like meaningful names like Armada and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so that's what this series is. Hope. Um, Marvel, yeah, see? Yeah. I, I would not have called that. Well, Clive Barker is Barker, right? Not Baker, it's Barker. Superheroes from the mind of Clive Barker. Hyperkind. Issue number six. Slam bang action issue. Let me... um, this issue was a fever dream. It's it was rough. For, okay, first of all, I mean, I've I, From, I think I've checked. Some, hold on, let me let me. Okay. From a you you and I you, vi yeah. visualize space probably like filmmakers, yes. right? That's yeah, that's yeah. what we have. Our education is yes. our background is. Our, there's very clear rules about scene setup, mm -hmm. you know, and camera angle, mm -hmm. crossing 360 lines, establishing spaces and and so on and so forth. This, it, it's like there was no director in this fight scene. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like they just vomited out panels and, and there's was... no clear direction or choreography to any of the fights or any of the anything. It's just intense well, it, it jumped all over the place. I was like, what is and, this hell? And from a, not, just from a storytelling standpoint. Just, but the format. 
Uh, yeah, not a fan so of this the... issue was written, oh, what would you call it, horizontally? Landscape mode. Landscape mode <laughs> in scope. See, it's a movie. Um, yeah, in landscape mode. So you have to hold the paper like, you know, you're holding a pinup. Yeah. And that's how you have to fucking hold this issue the whole time. And which I, made my arms hurt. I can't really stress how un... Like, how, how badly it affected the reading process. Yeah, it, it, it hurt like, the reading process so much. Like, I was resentful after, like, the third page, especially because like, I, I kept having like to... this and, like, and, and I had, like, a pretty, like, tame setup. I had, like, pillows and, and everything propping up my hands. And like, I was just it, like, this is a gimmick that is working in the opposite yeah, of what you like, wanted. you know what? It did not help. When, you know, when I have this comic in my hand and a cat trying to beg for attention. Yeah. That I, I need convenience from you guys. Like, it, it was amazing how negatively that affected my <laughs> reading experience. And it's not like I'm a casual reader. I read a lot. It's not difficult for me. So there was that already. Yeah, that was the very first thing that I wrote down. Not a fan of the landscape layout. <laughs> Okay, I think, okay. Amok, Armada, Bliss, Logics, and Echo. Yeah, were the, were that, the that was pretty much like the only positive thing that I had to say about it is that I liked the names until they started making jokes about the names. Yeah. And like, like mm, the sec, I, right, like that was like the one little silver lining through the whole thing. I'm like, oh, these names are at least clever. I don't know why that stood out to me. But then they made some started making jokes, and I was like, "Nope, you've ruined it. That was poisoned actually, this well." I mean, that was uh, that was happening a lot in the '90s. They were, you know, becoming ironic and whatnot, and it stuck around the a couple decades. Now I hate it. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, don't if, make fun of your own product. Yeah, just it, it doesn't. It it's doesn't, it's rarely, basically it them like trying to explain the joke or the meaning of the name, yeah, and I'm like, no. Me. If you get the if you get the joke. This is an inside joke. If you don't, too bad. You don't. Yeah. You're not on the inside. That's just how it is. Poor Amok. He had blade for hands. So well, there was the blob no guy fingers. that just, like, had no free will blob guy that just... That's... Okay, do you... This is part two of this series, right? Like, this is, like, issue six. It, okay. What, what was a little bit of the history um, before this? Do you remember at all? A little The bit. story before this? It, it I, seemed very, like, Riverdale sort of thing yeah, to me. Like, we're, I, I, we're like X-Men, but dark blank, and gritty. You know? yeah. Where there, I can't remember if there were somehow aliens or some genetic change that were, that were on the Earth, like some ancient thing. I, it's been so long, and since I even looked, in, looked back into this series. But obviously, from this issue, there's like a bad version of them that they're fighting. Are they the bad version, yeah. though? It seems a little questionable. Yeah. The one guy was, like, eating people. Yeah, but I mean, if they're bad people... I've met a lot of people, and, and some, some of them, them deserve some of to them, be eaten. So who's some, really the villain here? Some would really be benefiting society more yeah. by being meat. <laughs> and then so they, they fight in, this, in the TV studio. I mean, like, it, I couldn't so comprehend 90s. this comic. There was just... So much just chaos and misdirection, which is Clyde Barker wanted us to feel. Oh, well. Jesus wept, all right? Jesus wept. It's from Hellraiser, the fans will get oh. it. Oh, 
the Hellraiser fans, the uh, very yeah. small cult classic crossover between our massive okay. listener yeah. <laughs> base sure is going to get it. They're going to get it. Of our Lit Cannon fans and fans of Hellraiser that you're out there and you'll get this joke, which was just me referencing Jesus wept. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I did take a couple of notes. The nullifying field, but what does it do? It nullifies, okay? I, I don't know how much more clear they have to be in its name to tell you what it does. It, <laughs> it nullifies. Didn't, it didn't seem to be. There was like a, a weird kind of toxic masculinity vibe going of, through it for me. Of like, course. Uh, the front half, they're like the black female characters, like you don't own me or my purse anymore to the white guy. And I was like, um, that's not great optics, even if it means absolutely nothing other than you can't put stuff in my purse. When was that? I don't remember that at uh, all. It's like in the very front thing. And I was like, oh, Ugh. okay. The fart joke that was in it. Um, yeah. Was there like some the homoerotic joke. undertones to this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Like the gold guy and the frozen glitter <laughs> and like a muck and everyone was flirt. It was like, there was a, like a lot of underground homoeroticism. Yeah. Gay just, flirting. Yeah, I just remember that they're, they're falling. The one guy burps like, oh, good thing you burped me instead of, far instead of fart or something like that. And then the guy that could manifest things like, oh, that's a great idea. A whoopee cushion. A whoopee so, cushion. So they land yes. Because they're falling off a building like a skyscraper. So, yeah, they got saved by a fart joke. Way to go. Uh, yeah, I had oh, wrote down wow. a whoopee cushion equals. Is this for nine-year-olds? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Get the kids. Get them young. The kids will love it. Um, yeah, so Clyde Baker's still alive. Got Barker. I'm keep calling him Baker. Bob Baker. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. That was also Barker. Hmm. Clyde Barker. No. Still kicking it. Still making movies. Marvel comes to him. Clive, we need Hyperkind in the MCU. Oh, that that does make sense because I thought. I remember when I was reading it, I wrote down that there was like a Doctor Strange joke, and I was like, yes. well, that's super weird. Yeah, okay. The Hyperkind is not within Marvel continuity. It is not 619, 616, 6, 619, booyaka, booyaka, 619. What 616. the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> um, yeah, okay, Hyperkind is not 616. It is in its own little world. So, but yeah, there was the Doctor Strange joke, you know, to make the Marvel fans feel appreciated. Uh, yeah, so, MCU comes to Clive Barker, like... MCU? Clive, we're, we're, we're digging deep now. Oh, really? Hyperkind. No, MCU... No, no. Like, no, I will not allow this to happen. I will, in, I will fucking infiltrate Disney, <laughs> and I will go there. You're gonna get and a I job will, at Disney. I will spend my life's work... We'll be climbing so. the ranks at Disney in the Marvel Studios area so that whenever this plan comes up, I can squash it so what's mercilessly. Your, what's, your, what's your career trajectory here at Disney? Like, you know, where are you starting? I don't know, but I will make uh, it happen. Uh-huh. I will make it happen like Jason Bourne style. If I have to kill someone with a pen, <laughs> I will do it. Like, you know, get, like, what was the uh, Michael J. Fox movies, The Secret of My Success? Like, getting started in the mailroom. <laughs> Answering the phone or something. Answering the, the phone. Right. Secretary at Disney. You know, you, you show off a little bit of your nerdiness. 
I'm a huge Marvel fan. Like, I know the product. Um, I do know the product, goddammit. You know, you're, you sneak into a meeting, and then you say an idea, and, and Kevin Feige is like, yeah, you should speak up more. Oh, thanks. And then eventually an opening pops up for higher up. Like, oh, can I, can, I want to apply for that. And then you sneak, and then they're like, yeah, I like you. And you get there. And then you, you know, do that for a couple of years. Whatever it takes. All, I am prepared all time. to do this for the world. Um, you know, Marvel's chugging out. We're at the phase six now. It's going great. They, uh, Disney now has the top five greatest movies ever sold. Sold? Like a box office. They, they, Disney now has the top five box office numbers. Thanks. By phase six of Marvel. Oh, well. I mean, that, and that's you know basically what? what that's going to turn out to be. They the won't admit it. But some of those ideas were yours. That's right, goddammit. So then, you finally, you make it. You make it. Like, Kevin Feige is like, I need to name this. Actually, we're not there yet. <laughs> For, okay, so first you become, you know, super exec. Or you're, you're, you're making moves. You're looking over here like, yeah, I remember this one comic. Let's do this. And then, find, and then like, you become great. Oh, when like, did I become the villain in this story? No, 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 we're not done there. We're not done there. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. So then, um, you do well there, and Kevin Feige's like, I need a successor. Hand B+, plus, hand to take me it. the crown. Yeah. So you're like, yes. Okay, great. I rule by then, God's divine right. Your first day, <laughs> you're making money. Your first day, you come in, your pitches. We're gonna do hyper. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Get out! Get out! And then it transforms into that meme where the guy gets thrown out the window. Yeah, there you, you go. know. There like, you go. <laughs> this is the director. I, mm -hmm. I have eight years. You think it would take me eight years to go from zero experience in this industry and company to the successor of the greatest producer? Yes, yes because I believe in you, B+. Wow. I, I, I don't know what to say other than you are very wrong about I know. my level of no, skill. No, you, you, I, I, the fire in you to stop this. You're cunning. You will do it. Eight years. I'm just more amazed that Marvel's going to get to phase six in eight by eight years. But here we are. No, I mean, they're dumping like a whole phase in the last six yeah. months of this year. So. Um, all right. That was Hyperkind, everybody. Thank you all for listening. I'm going to... We got to move on. Um, we could just sit here and talk all day about... We have more to do. So thank you all for listening. Please like, subscribe. Apparently um, not getting a box is what part of what I need to do. Don't get a box. Ugh. Uh, okay. Yeah. And stay horizontal, everybody. No. Don't stay horizontal. You need to get up. Mm, peace. Bye. Peace, love, nachos. <laughs> Crab cakes. I don't, I don't know. I thought we were just saying things. No.